Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show. Not going to spend all hour on guns. Not going to spend all hour on Uvalde. Not going to spend all hour on Trudeau. But I do need you to know what's happening just north of us, just north of the border. We'll get into that. Um, Carrie's got the story on Justin Trudeau thinking that it's a great deal to uh, just stop the sales and transfers and movements and importation and everything else of handguns. And he mentions Uvalde as he does it, which is very strange. We'll get into that. Your thoughts on that? Will that creep into the into our society? Get into Leah Thomas. Also, whether preschoolers need to see pregnant men, which doesn't make any sense. Um, we're going to get into all that because there is a lot going on. We also have Thomas Renz on the program. Tom Renz is the lawyer who, in fact, has been bringing lawsuits about the jab, about the vaccine, and he's been bringing lawsuits about the adverse effects of said vaccines, and, uh, and he's doing very good work. You're going to want to hear from Tom Renz and also Cray News with Kay. Next hour, it is the uh, Joe Pag Show coming your way on your Tuesday. Hi. Carrie, how's it going? That's all right. Yes, it is. That's Polo. Sam in the house. Crazy Train Tuesday is what it is. We're bringing it like it's been brought in. So you saw what Joe Biden had to say. I mean, the guy's an idiot. He said something about a 9 millimeter bullet ripping your entire lung out of your body or something. Something very strange. Um, he also uh, said if you want to come and, and shake, well, the administration said, and I mean, he's the boss of it, if you want to come and shake the president's hand and you're a Border Patrol agent, leave your firearm behind. Invited and disinvited local um, county and Border Patrol agents um, to Rob Elementary when he was in town. The whole thing's just messed up. And what he's saying about guns doesn't make any sense. Then on Memorial Day, he said something about democracy. I, I, I'll just give you this quickly because it's just it's, it's, it's short, dumb sort of insight into who exactly Biden is. Um, very strange. I just I, I don't know why they keep letting him go to a microphone. I don't know why they just don't stop him because I think that would make more sense just to stop him. But here's what he had to say on Memorial Day. Ladies and gentlemen, today we remember and we reaffirm Freedom is worth the sacrifice. Right. Democracy is not perfect. Right. It's never been good. What? I'm sorry. Carrie, what did he say? I'm sorry, I missed that. What it's did he say? It's never been good. Uh, Sound like you may have said freedom has never been good. Huh. I, I may, maybe, listen, I've, I've misheard people before. Maybe that's what happened here. You think that might have happened here? Mm, no, because I heard the same thing. So you heard the same thing. What you're saying is you also heard him say freedom's never been good. Uh, that is what I heard, yes. Because, I listen, I, I'm willing to say that I make a mistake once every decade, something you're like that. What? very old. I'm, Your I hearing's nope. going. Wasn't, no, I wasn't now. saying anything about my age, which but, is weird because oh, you suddenly oh. brought that out of, like, the blue. Because mm. you're, like, a year behind me, so I'm not really sure how that oh, no, works for year, you. Buddy. No, no. Oddly. Uh, not your buddy. Let's be careful of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me throw that word around. Um, 
I want the people to hear it again because, again, maybe I've missed something. And it, listen, again, there's a chance that I've, I don't think so, but there is a chance that I misunderstood. I'm doubting it, but there's a chance. So I, th- I think we should try it again. You want to? Yeah, I think we should, just to make sure. Let's try it again. Let's go back here and cue up the president. Because, may, because again, listen, Carrie's saying I'm old. That could be what it is. Let's try it again. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, today we remember and we reaffirm freedom is worth the sacrifice. Democracy is not perfect. It's never been good, perfect. But it's worth fighting for. I mean... What the hell is he talking about? It's never been good, perfect. I mean, does he? I'm telling you, with the dementia, it sounds like. Carrot, listen, I know you drink a lot, but you probably don't get drunk a lot. Really? I'm guessing that. Mm-hmm. What? Go on. Well, let me ask you this, because you're you're acting like, oh no, you don't. Okay, so you have any wine this weekend? Yes. Thank you. So again, you drink a lot, but you don't get drunk a lot. I feel like you're <laughs> in control here of your. I don't faculties. get drunk a lot. Thank you. And I haven't been drunk probably since 1988 or something stupid. And when people get drunk, they tend to be as honest as they can be. I Maybe this is what's happening with him in dementia. Now, I don't think he was drunk. I just think, as Dr. Ronnie Jackson says, he's got age-related dementia. So when you've got a situation like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just being honest. Never, it never has been good. Uh, perfect. It's almost like you, you expect him to hiccup or something at the end of that. So we got. I just wanted to put that out there. That was his Memorial Day address. Woo! Way to go. Very invigorating. That's uh, that's Joe Biden. It's your buddy. I just checked TikTok. My video's still not up because I read a headline off of a, a, a news story in Fox News. I'm in trouble. It's hate speech that I read the headline. Carrie, just just filling everybody hate in. Speech, right? It's right. Hate speech. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, Justin Trudeau is a guy, we have at least two pictures of him in blackface making fun of, I believe, Arabs or those from the Middle East. But he's still somehow the president or the whatever he is. Yeah, he's the president of Canada. And he's also the guy that sent law enforcement out to beat peaceful protesters who were parking their trucks because he was forcing them to have a vaccine, a shot, before they could go across to America then come back and deliver goods. Um, this guy is the same guy who said that he idolized the Chinese government because when you're a dictator, you can just make things happen. Pretty much what he just did. Carrie, if you don't mind, tell us what Justin Trudeau just did with handguns. From the blaze, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau plans to buy back assault-style firearms and place a freeze on handguns in response to the recent school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. According to a report from the Washington Post, Canada introduced gun control legislation that would prompt a national freeze on purchasing, importing, and transferring handguns. The bill would also include red flag laws that would permit judges to at least temporarily remove firearms from at-risk people and enact a mandatory buyback program offering compensation to any owners of banned firearms. 
In a statement on the legislation, Trudeau said, quote, we recognize the vast majority of gun owners in this country are responsible and follow all necessary laws. We are, however, facing a level of gun violence in our communities that is unacceptable. Unfortunately, the reality is in our country, gun violence is getting worse and has been getting worse over the past years, Trudeau continued. We need only look south of the border to know that if we do not take action firmly and rapidly, it gets worse and worse and more difficult to counter. Uh, The Washington Post reported the bill is likely to pass with the support of the new Democratic Party. However, the country's conservative party blasted the move and said the legislation does not address what the party believes is the root cause of gun violence, illegal guns smuggled into the country. Okay, so this guy... um... He comes out. I'm going, to, I'm going to show this frozen picture to those who are watching. It's uh, www.joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on Watch Now. You'll go right to my Twitch stream. And I've got it frozen. He's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 people behind him that I can see. Could be some directly behind him that I can't see. Might be other people in the room. 12 people that I can see. They're all like idiots wearing masks. And he isn't. Now, maybe I'm the wrong guy to ask, but I've managed pizza places, broadcast places, newsrooms. I I manage my business that I have now, Joe Pags Media. And I've always believed in speed of the leader. Speed of the leader means try to follow and keep up with and keep the pace of the leader and you'll do fine in that business. He's the leader. I'm assuming they'll either work for him or they'll support him. Why isn't he wearing a mask? If it's so vital that these people wear masks, even though we're on the downward uh, side of the hill on the pandemic, why isn't he wearing one? Is it that COVID-19 can affect you if you're speaking? Is that what it is? Is it because he's somehow immune because he's got great hair? I mean, what what are we looking at here? 12 idiots, useful idiots, wearing masks for no reason behind him. Then he decides to say this, and these idiots all clap. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns. Anywhere in Canada. Listen. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. They'll clap like a bunch of idiots wear like, like a bunch of like a bunch of uh, 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 walruses with masks on. Bunch of idiots. And I know that I've got listeners in Canada. We're going to try to get Ezra Levant back on from Rebel News. Because I've got to know exactly what's going on in Canada. Because here's the truth. If Canada, God forbid, were to be attacked by a foreign country, they know that we would be there to, to defend them and support them. They know that. And here he is disarming his citizenry. I mean, he's trying to. There's a freeze. Gun sales, we're going to buy back this. You're what Kerry had to say. And he related it all to Uvalde where a handgun wasn't used. So I'm not really sure. Other than, to a Democrat, you never let a serious crisis go to waste. That's, that's the mantra. Never let a serious crisis go to waste. 
That was brought that was brought up by Rahm Emanuel. He was the first guy to say that. Some will say, never let a crisis go to waste. No, no. His words, his original words were, never let a serious crisis go to waste. What does that mean? It doesn't mean solve the crisis. It means because of this, we could probably get all this done. Let's take all the guns away. Here's a guy who idolizes dictators in China. And you guys in Canada somehow keep on electing him. Why? As he said that about freezing and stopping and no more sales or trades or anything of handguns, he was protected by several good guys with guns. As he said that. And that shouldn't be lost on you. It shouldn't. You should know that the leaders that want to take away your ability to defend yourself are defended every day. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Lots to get to. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Hopefully you're having a good day. We've got a lot of phone calls coming in. A lot of people want to talk about this. You know, Justin Trudeau, he does benefit from knowing that we are just south of him. And here he is taking some more rights away. I mean, he remember, he basically shut down their constitution when the convoy was going on in Canada, where they said, hey, man, leave us alone. We don't have to have a jab to go across to, to the United States and back. And he was making them do it. He made a fool of himself. He looked like an absolute idiot. Now he's taking everybody's guns because of Uvalde, which is thousands and thousands of miles away from him. Just a reason to do something again. that's, That's what he does. That's what dictators do. That's what monarchs do. And he's doing it. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I definitely want to hear from you. I appreciate you taking the time. We're going to have Thomas Renz at the bottom of the hour. He's a great lawyer. He's out there fighting the good fight against the mandates for jabs. We're getting more information on the adverse effects of these shots. And he says it could take 10 or 20 years before we find out everything that they're doing to our bodies. Very interesting conversation. Make sure you stick around for that. Let me tell you in the meantime about Super Beats. Did you try the powder where you would put it in your, your fruit juice in the morning? Maybe a protein shake or a glass of water? Give you that nice little boost in the morning, keep you... Keep you with a nice level of energy throughout the day. Well, they've done something new. It's called Super Beats Heart Chews. These heart chews are delicious. Non-GMO beets, rapeseed extract combined. I never would have thought about combining those. They did, and they taste great. They taste delicious. You open up the jar, they just smell amazing. Um, and then you eat them a couple of these in the morning to add them to your morning routine. You get a nice boost of energy without having to worry about five or six cups of coffee, an energy drink, sugary drinks, a sugary candy, something like that. And this will give you a nice balanced energy across the day, and it helps to support a healthy lifestyle and, and a healthy blood pressure. Why not save some money right now by going to JoeLovesBeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. Your best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com. That's the website. Up to 45% off right now. J-O-E-L-O-V-E-S-B-E-E-T-S.com. Make that happen right now. Back to the phone lines. I appreciate you. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Joni 
is in California. Joni, what's going on? Hi. Hi. Um, I just wanted to make a comment. Um, I heard an analogy a little bit ago that I thought was really helpful um, as far as um, understanding the liberal mindset. Okay. And it was by Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah. And he said government is like a building that either puts a ladder or a rope. And if you climb up the ladder... Uh, it's kind of like the conservative side. They hold it for you. There's there's laws to keep you in place, but you you have to do the climbing. The liberal thinking is, hey, you know, grab the rope. We'll do it all for you, um, which is really feels good, you know. And um, but then you get halfway up, and now you're too heavy to be pulled all the way up, and now you're too far up to jump down. And when I heard that, it really like for me spoke to a lot of uh, liberal thinking where. Everything feels good, but it doesn't actually do good. So, uh, it's a yeah, very good point. Yeah, a very good point. Uh, Dinesh is a good friend. We've had him on the show a million times. I was lucky enough to go to his um, uh, to his premiere of his movie, 2,000 Mules, at Mar-a-Lago, and that was cool. Um, he's just he's a really smart guy. He's a guy who came here from India, actually ended up working the Reagan administration, and he's putting together documentaries that really do spell out the history of this country. Interestingly, about 2,000 Mules, it's based around how full of fraud, uh, mail-in balloting can be. And they've got actual proof through geo-tracking, through videotapes, through uh, time stamping. They know. They've actually like you know gotten people in trouble. They know people were stuffing the ballots. The left wants to say, well, they're allowed to vote for their family. Some of these people were putting 50, 55 different ballots in different boxes at 3 o'clock in the morning. If you haven't seen 2,000 Mules yet, I need you to go and see that. Because it really does spell out exactly what, what happened in 2020. And there's a very good chance that what you saw happen in 2020 could happen again in 2024 and in, in, in 2022 this year, too. Um, if we're not careful, state legislatures need to do a better job of making sure that they make the rules when it comes to elections. And they don't do a better job, then it's going to be fraught with, with fraud again. Jimmy Carter said this can happen. And I'm here to say I don't agree with Jimmy Carter on an awful lot. But he was right about this, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I don't even know why it's controversial, to be honest with you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Got to tell you about Omaha Steaks. Father's Day is on the way. Dads want steaks. Father's Day is just about here. I mean, it's June tomorrow. OmahaSteaks.com. Type in PAGS, P-A-G-S, in the search bar. Order the Dads Want Steaks package for just $99. It's a limited-time package, including 16 mouth-watering entrees. He's guaranteed to love and smoky. Uh, just like this, smoky tender bacon wrap filet mignons, gourmet jumbo franks, their air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, and for a sweet finish, delicious caramel apple tartlets. I'm getting hungry. My mouth is seriously starting to water. Just, just talking about it. Because you listen to my program, when you type in PAGS, P-A-G-S, at omahasteaks.com, put that in the search bar, click on search, Dad's Want Steaks Package will come up. Also get eight free Omaha Steaks burgers. These burgers are full of bold, beefy flavor. They're made from 100% Omaha Steaks, and now they're bigger than ever at a whopping six ounces. Okay. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your lifetime, guaranteed. Go to omahasteaks.com, keyword PAGS. omahasteaks.com, put in P-A-G-S in the search bar, then click on search, and your dad is going to be awfully happy. And if you're a dad, you're going to be awfully happy. Make that happen right now. All right, quick break here. When we come back, rens-law.com. I'm saying that now because when you hear Tom Renz, you're going to want to find out the research that he has, the papers that he's posted, his sub stack. It's all right there at the website, renz-law.com. We're going to talk about the jab, mandating the jab. Is that constitutional at all? The adverse effects from the jab, when we're going to actually start feeling that? 
when we actually know exactly how bad these things or how good they are for us, I'm going to go ahead and say not so great. Tom Renz, when we come back, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. He's an attorney who is out there fighting the good fight when it comes to these vaccines, COVID-19. We'll even talk monkeypox and the the, WA, uh, the WEF. It's Tom Law, or Tom Renz, from Renz-Law.com. You are a lawyer, Tom. Good to see you again. Hey, great to see you, Joe. How you been? I've been very well. You know, I'm still not vaccinated, so I think I'm fine. Um, what's interesting is that last time we had John, you, you weren't talking about numbers that you felt like might be there. You didn't talk about anecdotal this or that. You actually had Department of Defense numbers that proved the dangers of these shots that people were being man- mandated to take. Um, I'm guessing that since we last spoke, and it's been several months, you've gotten even more done. Uh, are you are you successful in these lawsuits that you're bringing, and are you bringing more information to the American public and the, to the world about these shots? Yeah, so, you know, it's an interesting thing. You know, some of the cases that everybody sees think that, you know, the natural reaction is those are the only cases you're doing. But you got to remember, not everybody wants their, their legal issues made public. Right. So we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, and a lot of that's gone very well. Uh, the big public cases, the huge complicated cases, take time. I, we're getting ready. We've got our, we're arguing in Sixth Circuit uh, another week or so. Okay. Uh, we're getting ready to appeal a case to the Supreme Court uh, that'll be in there sometime this summer. And, uh, I mean, we're pushing. We're, we're making progress. We're fighting the good fight. But it is a tough, tough fight. And generally speaking, if it's making headlines, it takes a long time because it's just, you know, the headline cases are very complicated and take a long time to do. It's Tom Renz, Renz-Law.com, R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com. Yeah, this, this case, and I'm sure that we hashed this out last time. I want to do it again for anybody who's a new listener or a new viewer. This case, to me, is simple because there's nothing in the Constitution about mandating some sort of a, a medical procedure. Um, I know that in 1918 they said, well, yeah, but there was the Jacobson thing. It might, might have been 1905 or 1907. Jacobson in Massachusetts, he, he didn't want to pay the fine, which was $5. Uh, so either he had to pay the fine or take the shot. The way that's been reported is that the Supreme Court said Massachusetts had the right to force him to get vaccinated. That's untrue. Massachusetts had the right to either force him to get vaccinated or pay a fine. And he never got vaccinated, as far as I can tell. He just paid the fine. What made people in 2020, United States of America, think that that ruling somehow forced the government or allowed the government to force me to take a shot? Well, I mean, they, I don't think that anybody really did think that. Okay. I think that this was an absolute overreach. I don't think, if you read Jacobson, the whole case, you find out that it's a very narrow ruling on a very specific issue, right? And since Jacobson, we've had a number of substantive constitutional rights that have been developed, including the right of bodily integrity, which is most relevant, and uh, I guess its most relevant embodiment would be in uh, the Cruzen case. Yeah. Uh, Planned Parenthood v. Casey, which we've been living with for quite some time, and I'm a pro-life guy. Uh, you know, they said that even the state's interest in the preservation of life cannot exceed a person's interest in their body. 
So, you know, I do hope that they overrule the abortion stuff. But the thing about this is, is there is a world of difference between allowing someone to have a procedure done and forcing someone to have a procedure done. It's an affirmative action versus a negative action. And, you know, we say all the time, you can't take LSD. You can't do certain things. You know, you can't, uh, I don't know, pick your drug. Pick your, There's a lot of things you can't do, right? right? And that's fine. But we don't, in any say, uh, situation outside of this, force you to have a medical procedure done. And, uh, you know, prisoner rights cases we've had. We've got, you know, the right to die cases, a bunch of different things that have occurred. So I don't think this was ever legal. I don't think there's anything legal or constitutional about it. You know, everybody looked at uh, Alito's leaked Supreme Court list uh, ruling and said, you know, he couldn't find anything in the Constitution about, about you know, a privacy abortion. Well, I also don't see anything in the Constitution allowing them to mandate medical procedures or right. jabs. So, 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 I mean, so they probably rule the same way, and it, it's only logical sense. I, it's funny because I said that Roe v. Wade or Casey would, in fact, be the case against forced vaccines because if I have the private right to keep the government out of my health care decisions, then I have the private right to say I'm not going to take the shot. It's Tom Renz. It's uh, RenzLaw.com, Renz-Law.com. When it comes down to it, since we last spoke, we have found many more cases of real heart issues with males especially with children should not be getting this, massive blood clots in people. I mean, there are people at morgues and in funeral homes saying, I- I've never seen anything like this before. It's just clogged up arteries that you can't get anything through. And, and many are saying it's caused by these jabs. Do you have any, uh, any empirical data that says these heart issues and these clots are being caused by these vaccines? Well, I mean, there's loads of studies. We know there's no question that the jabs cause heart issues and clotting issues, okay? That's that's just, the, it is what it is. The thing that's not, that, that's probably a little more debatable, but also shocking for people is the number of other issues. So, uh, you know, for example, here a couple of weeks ago, we had a big stink about a hepatitis outbreak amongst kids. Right. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough about that, I actually wrote a substack on this. Uh, interestingly enough, hepatitis is listed as an adverse event, a special interest in the Pfizer documents. Pfizer said they were concerned about hepatitis. Well, they said, well, the only thing we can find in, a com- in common with these people is adrenovirus. Well, guess what? Adrenovirus pneumonia is listed as an adverse event, a special interest also. Wow. So, you know, the thing about this is, is people don't realize this, but it actually is very clear in the Pfizer documents. When emergency authorization was given for these jabs, it was based on phase one, phase two trials, and that only was a couple hundred people. The idea that this has been tested on millions around the world, the test didn't occur until after everybody started getting the experimental jab. Right. That's the, that's the test. I mean, we've been experimenting on the public, unknowns to them, for over a year now. And uh, the side effects that we're finding are mind-blowing. And by the way, a lot of these side effects will take three to five years to show up. There's a reason that the normal development cycle is 15 to 20 years on these things, because it takes years for these things to show up in some cases. By that time, how many people are going to die? 
And that's the, that's the real question. And doctors that you and I have spoken with have said this, this um, protein that they're adding through the jab doesn't go away. You've got it forever. That's it. It goes to every part of your body, whether it's your ovaries, your testicles, your pituitary gland. It goes everywhere. It's nothing that they're, that they're pinpointing on the lungs, and it just never goes away. So you're right. 10, 15, 20 years from now, we might find out some real issues, and we've got really bad issues now. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, so they, had, they did the in, vivo, or the in vitro test, and they showed the reverse transcription. What that means is, okay, so you know, my job is to translate this from Robert Malone, Peter McCullough to English, because those guys are entirely too smart to understand. <laughs> For me too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what that means is you get these jabs, and what you're putting into you is something called mRNA. mRNA tells your body to produce a certain thing. That thing happens to be the spike protein, right? Now, the spike protein is a pathogen. What that means is that it does damage. It's, one, it's the thing about COVID that causes the problems. It's right. one of the main things, right? So when you put this into your body, your body starts producing the thing that causes problems when you get the disease. Now, there's two things to consider there. First of all, when we test with PCR testing, you're looking for pieces of that protein frequently. And so after you get this jab, you're going to test positive for COVID-19 far more frequently. The second thing is, is this. You're, you're, you're training your body to produce this thing that's bad for you, right? Why would you want that? Now, the question is, how long does that last? Right. And if the reverse transcription occurs, what that means is that instead of your body looking at what you put in, in there and then making these building blocks, it goes the other way around. It, it changes your body, so your body permanently builds these building blocks. We believe that's what's happening. That's what the study indicated that showed the, the in vitro changes in, in the liver cells. Right. It, it probably is what's happening in a lot of people, period. So you get this jab, you can't undo it, you're stuck with it, and you're permanently dealing with issues. And one of those issues appears to be long-term permanent damage to the immune system. Which well, is well, why well, Tom, well, Tom, if I'm reading you right, it sounds like, I'm sorry for interrupting, but it sounds like even if you don't have COVID-19, your body keeps on fighting as if you do for the rest of your life because you don't get rid of the spike protein. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like exactly like. Wow. And, you know, we, it seems cumulative, too. So what we're seeing out of the U.K. and some of these other countries, basically the more you get this jab, the more damage it does to your natural immune system, Right. This is what, you know, McCullough and Malone and these guys are all running around talking about this stuff. So it's a really dangerous thing. And it's kind of one of the really interesting things happening right now is you've seen this stuff about the monkeypox show. Yeah. So monkeypox have been around since the 1950s. We've known about them since the 50s. Joe, I, I don't mean to ask a rhetorical question here, but three years ago, did you care about monkeypox? No. Me neither. The reason is is they, it, it's irrelevant. They don't spread easily. It's a very tough disease to spread. Well, then why are they bringing and, it up now? Well, this ties into what we were just talking about, right? So there's two things that have changed, right? So they wouldn't care, but something's changed. What's changed? Well, first of all, people have gotten the jabs. McCullough just published a brilliant paper talking about uh, the, the impacts that these jabs have on interferon in your system. Interferon's part of your immune response, right? And basically, it looks like if you've gotten the jab, you may be more susceptible to monkeypox. The other thing is they've been doing gain-of-function work on these monkeypox. 
We know, I've got the paper, they did gain a function work on it. So there's two things. First of all, is there a new, more contagious version of the monkeypox out there that they created in the lab? And second of all, if you've been jabbed, are you more susceptible to it? That's the only reason they would care about a disease now that they haven't cared about since the 1950s when it first came onto the scene. For those who are watching and listening, gain of function means that they're taking a disease that already exists, or a virus, and they're making it even more harsh to see how it would affect human beings. I don't know why they keep doing this, but this is obviously what it looks like they did the Wuhan lab with, uh, with, with coronavirus. Coronavirus has been around forever. This, this suddenly was a worse, more contagious, more deadly version of it because they were doing gain of function that Fauci in fact did finance even though he lied and said that he didn't finance it so so let me ask you something about about informed consent that seems to be the international law after dr mengele did what he did in world war ii why does that not apply to american law why can why can any government whether it be local or, or national tell me if i want to work in healthcare, if i want to work in the military if i want to go to work in that building over there i have to get a jab in my arm that i haven't consented to get i don't even know what's in it why did that go away is that part of american law or not Oh, it absolutely is. Informed consent is a necessary part of the law. See, here's the problem. You know, we declared an emergency over a virus that's roughly as dangerous as the flu. Well, right. if you can declare an emergency over a virus roughly as dangerous as the flu, you can declare an emergency for everything, and that virus is never going away. So do we have a perpetual state of emergency? Maybe. So here's the thing, Joe. We have this emergency going on, and... If you think about what does it mean to have an emergency? An emergency to me is a tornado blows through my town, there's power lines down in mud puddles, and I don't want my kids playing in the mud puddles because they could get electrocuted. Yes. So for a day, my kid has to stay inside, right? That's an emergency. An emergency is not two years later, we're still dealing with COVID stuff. When the emergency powers kick in, there are certain things that they don't have to do that they would normally have to do. And one of the things is, is that they've waived a lot of the informed consent requirements. And the other thing is, is frankly, they've just lied. So in October of 2020, we have a document from the FDA, from the Vaccine Biological Related Advice Committee. Uh, and what it says is we expect the following side effects to occur from these jabs. And it includes death, heart attacks, stroke, thrombocytopenia, blood clots, all these different things, right? The FDA said these are the side effects we're going to look for, and then they list a whole bunch of databases that they're going to use to look for it, right? Did you see any of those on the side effects sheet? No. No, you didn't. That's an outright lie. That, to me, is absolutely illegal. We have cases, you know, in court that we're working on with that. It sh they should be slammed on cases that are done overnight. But right. the problem is is it's taken a long time because you got guys like Fauci out there who have all sorts of credentials and all sorts of wonderful things that, you know, make him smart and respectable, I guess. Um, but he's lying through his teeth. He's a crook. So what happens when our government leaders, the respectable, the good people, end up being crooks? Yeah, the courts are used to looking to them for guidance and for sage advice. But now... Our government's working against us. Guys like him are working against us. So it didn't make it on the side effects. And, and not only that, by the way, uh, BioNTech is still the one that's being used. There's no community coming from Pfizer. That was just some name that they licensed and got FDA to license it. But there's still EUA or the shots that we're getting. Uh, Moderna, there is no spike jab. It's still whatever the hell they were, they were giving to originally. So why then, Tom, is it okay? That last week, the Moderna CEO, was, or not the Moderna, the Pfizer CEO was so happy to say, hey, good news, we should all get our fourth booster. 
I mean, here we are getting four extra shots. They're making billions and billions of dollars in profit. We all see what's really going on. People like you are, are, are blowing the whistle. So are McCullough and Malone and Urso and everybody else. And still, we're still in this state of alleged emergency. How do we stop this? Is it going to be through law cases, really? We can't just stand up as a community and say, hey, knock it off. What are you guys doing to us? Well, Joe, I'm not trying to plug my stuff, but I mean, listen, I got a Substack, I got a true social account. Hopefully people will join and listen, rems-law.com. Listen, here's the bottom line. I'm some guy from Ohio. I'm not Jesus Christ's second coming. I'm just some guy from Ohio, a nobody. I'm fighting like hell. But But the thing is, is, you know, I'm going through the courts. I'm doing everything we can do. If we want to fix this, the people got to get involved. That's why yeah. I mentioned True Social. That's why I mentioned Substack. That's why I mentioned your show. God, Joe. But for people like you, I can't imagine the situation we'd be in because we're censored everywhere. Everywhere. If not for guys like you, and you know, you got a huge audience here. If not for your audience, if they won't take action and share this information, we're screwed. You got to go to Tom De- uh, to Tom Renz, T-O-M-R-E-N-Z, on Truth Social. If you're on Truth Social, go to at Tom Renz or go to Renz-Law.com. There's more to that interview. I'm not able to get it all on right now. We've got another couple of minutes. I'm going to put it all on Rumble later. Make sure at 9 o'clock Eastern time it'll be up there. Go check out Rumble.com. Look up Joe Pags and find out all the information. Again, R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com. Tom's doing an amazing job to keep us in the know. Keep it here. Coming back on the Joe Pags Show. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you again. The website is renz-law.com, R-E-N-Z-L-A-W.com. He's been fighting the good fight in court. He's been making sure that people's rights are not violated by these ridiculous mandates that didn't make any sense and certainly are unconstitutional. Um, so go and check out Tom Renz. If you're on Truth Social, it's at Tom Renz, T-O-M-R-E-N-Z. Go and check that out. Now, for the guy who called in who's moving to Knoxville, wants to know if we're on. We are on a Knoxville two stations, as a matter of fact, um, FM 92.3 and AM 760. Uh, Knoxville's talk you can trust. Go there at 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday on 92.3 FM and uh, 760 AM. We love you doing that. And by the way, if you're not watching on the stream, by all means, listen on the radio. But after that, go check out the stream because they just showed seven beautiful, gorgeous pictures of puppies during the break. Carrie, you did not see the puppies. I did not. No. What is up with you? You got to see the puppies. I know. I should check it out, right? Yeah, but you should definitely check it out. They are oh, they're so cute, and they're, they're like oh, they all have these blue eyes. It's crazy. Oh my goodness! Mm. I have to send you puppy pictures. We'll yes, have to do please. that. All right, eight 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 nine four one Pags JoePags dot com. Much more to come. Do not touch that dial. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.